WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. If you like this show, if you love this show, if you listen every week, if you feel like you get some value out of this show, then Patreon is a great way to give back to the creators who are giving you value. Basically, you go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and you can sign up for a voluntary subscription to send us a little, you know, $5, $10, $20 a month. And it says to us that you really appreciate what we're doing. And it's like a real fiscal monetary way for you to show us that uh, you appreciate the, the content that we create. And it allows us to continue to create this content, continue to justify this content, uh, and continue to to make this thing that we love. So if you like this show and you want to support it, the best way to do so is to go to patreon.com slash bacon on eggs. Check out all the great reward tiers we have over there. Or if you don't care about the reward tiers, you can just sign up to donate to, to help us out. And, you know, that means a lot to us as well. So to those of you who do donate, thank you so, so much. And those of you thinking about it, thank you too. And to everybody who's listening, thank you so much for listening. Now on with the show. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edchill. And today we're fighting a dragon. Or maybe we're just parking cars. So save the world from your dad. Or we could... Because today we're bringing you... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Before we get into it, I'm going to say it right now, Ethan. Yeah. I will mispronounce names. And I don't say this to be like, I didn't do my research. I didn't listen. I didn't try. I'm just going to tell you now, it takes more than a few minutes and a two hour movie for me to know how to pronounce these names. And I'm sorry. Like, if that's if that's not okay, then I'm sorry in advance. Okay. I will do my best. I can I can help you out real quick. It's it's it's. Just like the the Coca Cola water brand, it's Aquafina. I can do Aquafina. Yeah, no, I can do Aquafina. Uh, that one I've got. I think I think you'll be okay. Um, okay. Uh, this my, movie my was one semester of Mandarin's really put in work on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, it came out on September third, twenty twenty one, which was five days ago. It's a hundred fifty million dollar budget. Uh, so far, has one hundred fifty point nine million dollars at the worldwide box office. Ninety two million dollars domestic on Labor Day weekend. Ninety two percent critic rating, ninety nine percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy one on Metacritic. Do you have a negative review, or are we foregoing the negative review because the negative reviews are probably about something racist? Oh, I didn't even check. Honestly, I forgot that was a part of the show that we do. I do have a really funny statistic though about this. Marvel made. This this movie about you know like a like a Chinese superhero and Chinese culture and this is the number two movie in China this weekend behind Free Guy. <laughs> is it really? It is. I wonder if because he's like a Chinese superhero but for like Americans. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, also it's a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, not a ninety two. Turns hmm. out. Well, there we go. Yeah. Uh, negative reviews. Negative reviews. Rotten. Rotten reviews. There are nineteen of them. Um. I'm going to read my positive review from Whiting Liu from Little White Lies. Uh, and they say, A metatextual antithesis to the racism and whitewashing in Marvel's own history and a cinematic celebration of the signing di- dias- diaspora? Diaspora? Is that how you say that word? Uh, yes, I believe so. Of the Chinese diaspora on and off screen. Five out of five. Um, yeah, screw it. I'm going to read a positive review here from, uh, let's see. I don't feel like reading any of these negative reviews, honestly. Um... 
What's a good positive review for this movie? I liked mine. I felt like it was really oh, good. Yeah, I, I agree with this one, actually. Um, Dan Scully of Scully Vision uh, says, Shang-Chi grabbed me like Tony Stark did way back in phase one, and he did it without being a Tony Stark clone. Um, yes. I fully agree with that. Okay, let's let's just get right into it. Tyler, zero out of 100. What does this do for you? Oh, shoot. I'm going to tell you the truth, Ethan. Yeah. This is a 100%er. It's a 100%er. Absolutely. Through and through. Absolutely. I loved this movie. I've, I like, not because of the greater context of the MCU. Specifically, I think, in spite of the greater context of the MCU. I love this in MCU. spite of the greater context of the MCU. Absolutely. Like, this might be my favorite Marvel movie. It's definitely top five. There's some recency bias for sure. Yeah. So I have to, like, yeah. understand yeah, absolutely. that. But, like, if you ask me right now what Marvel movie do you want to watch, I want to pay money to go back yeah, to I the theater. Yeah, I want to pay money to watch this again. Watch absolutely. Again. Um, I was blown away by the visuals. I was blown away by the story. I loved all the characters. I mean, it was like, I have nothing negative to say. I could probably nitpick and find a few things here and there. Oh, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. No, this movie was fantastic. Um, I loved all the characters. I loved all the actors. Uh, the villain was great. His redemption arc kind of thing was great. This is a, this is a 100 percent through and through. This had so many flashes of different Marvel movies in it that kept me connected just enough to the the MCU, but also disconnected the MCU. The Marvel movie, the the greater Marvel movie that this actually felt the most like to me was Tobey Maguire Spider Man One. Really? Honestly. That's where you felt Yeah, here. I don't know. I just, the whole time I was like, this is major. And maybe it's because like the first thing he does once he like gets his powers or whatever is get involved in a cage match that he can't possibly win. Um, <laughs> but I just had big, like I had big Tobey Maguire Spider-Man vibes. Um, so it's, it's funny you say that because the cage match is what linked me to what I thought it was most like, which was Thor Ragnarok. I, th- this is definitely, uh, it definitely has some Thor Ragnarok vibes. It's, it's continuously funny. But it's not it's not funny in the same way that Thor Ragnarok is. And I do think that that my hypothesis that I, I proved or hypothesis that I suggested when we watch Black Widow has been proved of this is a different again, a different level of comedic writing within the context of the MCU. Yes. Like it, this is not this is not a laugh out loud funny movie, right? Like I mean there are points when you laugh for sure, but you're not sitting there the whole time like ha ha Vince Vaughn's in this movie like ha ha. You know, it's not a, it's not a comedy. I mean, it's more a comedy than a tragedy, but it's not a comedy. Um, it's just it's it's a superhero movie, right? Like it's it's everything that you love about a a good old like Bruce Lee kung fu movie combined with everything you love about about um about Marvel about superhero movies, and it does a really good job, I think, of lending credence and uh, correcting some of the sta- mistakes that were made in Iron Man three in a very positive way. On Ben Kingsley's back, and I called that fully. Called I did that. not see that coming. I at all. full there, there's some episode of this podcast where I was like, wouldn't it be great if they brought Ben Kingsley back to reprise his roles as as the the fake Mandarin. I, uh, I'll tell you what I, I, this is not a complaint, but when Ben Kingsley showed back up, I was like, it was the exact same feeling I had when Orlando Bloom showed up in The Hobbit, where I was like, oh, what a fun little cameo. I can't believe they got him to come do this, but he'll be gone soon. Nope. Oh, I, Full I, character. I loved the continued in, in uh, inclusion of, of Trevor Slattery. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought the whole movie was great. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just, this is a, it was a fantastic movie. It was fun. It was interesting. It kept me gripped throughout the entire movie. Um, it wasn't, I don't think, super, super predictable. Um, no, I think when the father showed up again, like, I didn't know what the Jade Stones were going to do at all. I was like, ooh, I wonder, yeah. why do they need those? Maybe it's like a key. Maybe it's like, I guess it was a key. Maybe it's like, uh, you know, he's just hunting them down to have them or who, I mean, maybe that's just their like marker. I don't know. Well, so and let's. Then, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I you were... Well, yeah, but then and then when we do get them, there's like this crazy cool visual with the dragon and the 
the magic. And I loved, 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 loved all of the like airbending fight scenes yeah. with the Tai Chi. And the, I, listen, I don't know styles of Kung Fu at all, but that's what it seemed like to me. Oh my God. It was so cool. I loved the fight scene between the mom and the dad, the first one. Yeah, it was, that was a cool, very cool fight scene because it was so like, it wasn't slow motion. It was just slow. Yeah. They're just like moving very carefully and very interestingly. And, and I mean, the whole, the fight choreography throughout the whole movie was fantastic. When that scene on the bus is, you know, a top tier Marvel fight scene for sure. Well, and it's, it, it, I think it's so easy when it comes to fight choreography in movies to, I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know what goes into it and what communicates what to the audience. But I do know in this movie, I can figure out what all of these moves are communicating. Like, they have that moment where they show Shang-Chi have to, like, open his hand instead of make a fist. And then you see that later in the fights to be like, oh, he's really opening up. He's really understanding. Yeah. You know, they, they build off, like, we're going to teach you what this fight choreography is, and then we're going to use it later on. Yeah, and it's very like communicative and conversational as opposed to just like punch guy, punch, 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 superpowers. But then they even get to do that where they like invent this 10 rings like choreography entirely. Yeah. Like that's not a real weapon. Nobody had it. Like the Kunai no. chain was a very cool thing. But like the Kunai like, chain. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the time I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, it's a trap card. <laughs> it's Joey Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but like, that's not like a real thing, but the way that they're fighting with it was very, very cool. It was like this sort of like anime style fight scene that was done correctly and yeah. done really, really well. I don't know. I thought it was well, fantastic. So, so let's do something we don't, we haven't done in a while on this show. And let's just take it from the beginning of the movie, because I really, first of all, I love that the whole, um, exposition scene is just completely in Mandarin and subtitled. Yes. To the point I where agree. when they when they started talking English and the subtitles went away, I was almost bummed because like I'm used to watching stuff at home at this point I always had the subtitles on. Mm -hmm. And I just like I prefer them generally. Like I wouldn't it wouldn't bother me if movies had the subtitles going underneath them. If I could like go to a showing that had the subtitles. I think that's a um, thing. I don't think we offer that, but I think yeah, that is I, a thing. I've never been to one. Um I'm sure it's <laughs> I'm sure it's like an option or whatever uh in, in other places that are maybe more um Populous. Pop, yeah, populous or less, um, yeah, backwards thinking. But I, I love immediately that, like, if you are a racist, you will not like this movie from the jump. Right. It's in Mandarin. Right. Like, it, it, the whole movie, you won't understand a word they're saying if you refuse to read the subtitles. If you refuse to to jump over that, that one-inch barrier, uh, as Bong Joon-ho said at his Oscar reception speech. But I love that the the rings get absolutely no explanation whatsoever. Yeah. They're like, it could have gotten them from the heart of a god. He could have gotten them from... Um, you know, a, a volcano. What we don't we don't know. We don't know where he got him. The fact of the matter is, he's basically a Genghis Khan and Napoleon, and is a thousand years old and is a badass. And despite conquering the world for the past thousand years, he really doesn't have much stake of it. Yeah, he really doesn't. He just wants to to, to sit in his mountain in China and collect power and not really do anything when people use his name for for evil. Well, he does kidnap Trevor Slattery, break yeah. him out of jail. Probably the wrong way to go about that, but, you know, well, he's not a great guy. Guy Pierce was already dead at that point. So. It's true. It's true. I love that scene where they're like, oh, well, you know, this guy got blown up by Iron Man, so we had to, that was the next best thing or whatever. <laughs> Trevor Slattery is very, I mean, uh, yeah, Ben Kingsley's very, very self-aware performance of Trevor Slattery, I think, lent a lot to this movie where he's just like, you know, I was, I'm just an actor, but I understand that now I was a pretty poor imitation of your father. Oh my god, the uh the insistence that 
uh, Planet of the Apes was like was actual apes yeah. riding horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they were pretending to ride horses. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and you know, I'm a Planet of the Apes stan. Maybe, perhaps not the films, although they're fantastic. But the 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 novel, the, the French novel, the French no- Pierre Boulle. Yeah, man, you could have paid me a hundred dollars, and I would have never told you that Planet of the Apes was French. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> land in Paris. <laughs> That's wild. Um, the Eiffel Tower they see, not the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, just the fact that like you know, uh, the the rings get no explanation, and we get this whole backstory on the father. And then you see Sung Chi wake up and, you know, he's he's like getting dressed and everything. And and this really cool car pulls up and a guy that's not him steps out and he's yeah. the valet. And you're like, oh, man, that was a good that was a good little little early twist you got me with there. Oh, oh he's oh. not that cool. <laughs> yeah. And he and Aquafina are like, we're going to drive this BMW. It's the coolest car I, we've ever seen because BMW sponsors this movie. Hey, have you heard of Bavarian Motor Works, guys? Oh, my God. There are so many BMWs. I will say when Aquafina was like, I'm like the Asian Jeff Gordon. And they just ran with that the whole yeah. movie that, like, she's a stunt driver. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I heard somewhere that Aquafina is, like, a terrible person and is canceled. Uh, I hope that that's not actually the case. I haven't done any research on that. So just take that with a grain of salt that, like, if Aquafina... I, is is actually a terrible person and i just sit here and and praise her acting skills for the next five minutes i'm sorry um she's a great actress she's a great actress and she's hilarious and i think she's very important because she has that like at least in in a lot of characters she plays um because the same way in crazy Asians, she plays this character with this like kind of like trashy american accent yeah that is like very much not what you associate with a person with a, a traditional you know east asian face and i think that she's so important they just let her be and have that like trashy like southern white girl accent and be yeah, and, and, and be care about nascar right, right yeah they just let her be her and, don't, and they don't try to like tidy it up for these movies yeah I, I know exactly what you're saying i also think you know i know this movie did so well with representation because when I walked out of the theater and started reading reviews, which, by the way, I'm not interested in your negative review of this yeah, film. Yeah, no, not if at it all. Needs, if it needs to be canceled because there's some glaring problem that I'm not aware of, that's different. But as far as I'm concerned, the movie's perfect. It has the highest um, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of any of the Marvel movies. Really? Yeah. But when I walked out of the theater and I started reading negative reviews that were like, I thought the way that they handled women was done well. I was like, there's no white people in this movie. This is great news. Whatever your argument for representation is, it's there's no white people in the whole movie. Yeah. The whitest guy in there is Trevor Slattery. I mean, mean, uh, it's Ben Kingsley and he played Gandhi. So... Which might have been a a questionable call, you know, may have aged poorly. I'm not sure, honestly. I think I think him playing the Mandarin was like a jab at him playing yeah. Gandhi. But uh, it seems like all is forgiven at that point. Um, because I think Gandhi would have forgiven him. Well, definitely. Yeah. You know, Gandhi yeah. would have been like, hey, you brought message of my story. Here's some salt. Well, real, real Gandhi, not like civilization Gandhi, who would have declared nuclear war on Trevor Slattery. <laughs> Correct. On Ben Kingsley. Real life Gandhi, not <laughs> civilization for test of time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I absolutely, I, I loved this movie. Um, there's nothing, there's really just nothing wrong with it. Like I, I sat around thinking about, because my in, immediate instinct is not to give any of these MCU movies a hundred percent. I don't know why it just is. Um, cause it always feels like there's, there's, uh, cause we started, I guess we started doing the hundred percent scale 
after we watched Infinity War and Endgame, and I know that those are supposed to be the best ones. This is better than both of those. Yeah, I think I think they're all going to be, honestly. Well, I, so Black Widow, let's not forget, Black Widow was also amazing. Yeah, it was also fantastic, a fantastic movie. Like, I really, I, I truly, I truly am starting to think that they, that Marvel was just as happy to have the Infinity Saga over with as, like, I was for them to have it over with. <laughs> because it seems like they've just sort of fallen into their element completely now. They're like, we're going to make TV shows and you're going to like them and we're going to make movies and you're going to like them and they're all going to feel similar. Like They're all going to feel connected, but they're not going to be as connected as they used to be. Well, and that's kind of what I was... I Going into it, my biggest concern was like, they waited to reveal the breaking of the multiverse to show us this. Yeah. Am I going to have to deal with like Tony Stark variants in this movie? And I didn't have to. And let, let, let me tell you, if Robert Downey Jr. shows back up in a Marvel movie, I will be just as jazzed as the next dude. That sure. dude can act. Sure. Iron Man's a great character. I would love to see to multiversal Tony Stark show up as a villain. Yeah, that would be cool, too. Like, I would love it if we get a a a, a multiverse movie where, uh, where, like, Tony has allied with Kang and, and the two of them, like, rule the world together. Oh, yeah. That would be like cool. it would be incredible, right? Um, Jonathan Majors, Robert Downey Jr. doing that together, but yeah, and and the biggest crossover we got in this movie was was Wong from Doctor Strange, and I'm totally cool with that. Yes, I, I think they used him fantastically. So um, that goes back to Ant Man, where they were like, "What if instead?" Like, I think that's exactly what they were going for. Was like, we'll put Falcon in Ant Man, and then we'll put Wong in Shang Chi to get these sort of B list Avenger characters. Not that Falcon is a B list character anymore; he's Captain yeah. America. Well, he was but at the time the Ant Man came out. He was at the time Ant Man came out. And I think Wong, I don't think he'll ever be Sorcerer Supreme, but I think we're going to, like, I think he's going to continue to show up in a lot of stuff. I have a feeling Benedict Wong's contract is relatively cheap, all things considered. I bet he gets his own show. He might get his own show, but also, like, when it comes to Doctor Strange and Wong, you've got two characters who can just teleport anywhere. Right. I'm sure it's cheaper to get Benedict yeah, Wong. Yeah, you can put him in anything. Get, right. <laughs> Than it is to get Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, and, it, and it's like it was an easy play, also because they don't have to add that extra white guy, right? Like they, he doesn't have to to be because as soon as you put Benedict Cumberbatch in this movie, it becomes about him, right? It's like, oh yeah, look, Doctor Strange is here, the Sorcerer Supreme. But yay, uh, yeah. But Benedict Wong could show up and just be there, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't affect any. I mean, it obviously affects something, but like it doesn't ruin anything. And like him and the and the crazy like Hulk monster, you know, like staging their fight and then going home afterward, I think is such a great. It tells you a lot about what's going on at, you know, at, at the, at the, the Sanctum Sanctorum. At the Sanctum Sanctorum, yeah. Uh, it tells you a lot about what's going on there. I did this find, a, it, I was forced to see the, the Spider-Man trailer when I watched this. Yeah, where um, you're like, oh man, oh man. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. I'm very excited. I'm not like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going forward with the Marvel property properties i'm trying my best not to develop literally any predictions speculations uh hopes dreams etc i just i they're gonna make them they're gonna keep making them and i'm just gonna keep seeing them and i'm gonna keep being pleasantly surprised by all of them apparently i i am ready for one to be bad although like i think we we put on some rose-colored glasses the mcu didn't get uh, we've said this before on the show but i want to remind you listener the mcu didn't get good like consistently right. good until phase three. So the fact that they're still finding their stride and rolling with it is not particularly surprising. Well, and that's that's why I'm I'm I think that these movies are doing so well is because they're they're bringing you back to the simplicity, the single superhero storylines of phase one with the the overall capital Q quality of phase three. Yes. 
Like the the um, you don't have to have the Hulk fight Thor, right? The money, the direction, the you know that, and yeah, and and, and they're done having those kinds of battles, right? Like it's we're not going to get another Captain America Civil War at least for a while because they don't need that anymore. They did it, right? They the co- concept. Proven. P- point of concept, proven. They can now make whatever they want, and they are continuing to just make whatever they want. And yeah, I'm, 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 I'm ready for one of them to be bad, but I truly think that when when the, when all is said and done, the worst thing we're going to get out of this is another Ant-Man-type movie. Like, I don't think that we're going to get another Iron Man 2. Like, if you have to put, pick your, your quote-unquote least favorite of, like, Phase 4... I think it's going to end up being some Ant-Man type movie that is just yeah. maybe a little bit more goofy, a little bit more low stakes. Because like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Ant-Man checks the same boxes as this does, or that Black Widow does, or that Endgame and Infinity War did. But it still checks plenty of boxes. It's a perfectly serviceable movie, and there's there's no you know reason for it not to be your favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, there are there are plenty of capital O objective reasons for the Incredible Hulk to not be your favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, but there are like character dynamics and. It's small enough that Ant-Man could is a perfectly reasonable yeah. favorite. Because um, you don't get those... Like, the biggest character dynamic in Ant-Man is that he's a dad, right? And that's yeah. like... You don't get that anywhere else. It's also a heist movie. You don't yeah. get that anywhere else. Uh, um, so I, did, I will say this about Shang-Chi. I went to bed last night and had dreams about this movie. I've thought about this movie like every five minutes since I saw it. Every, so insanely good. And following up on that, it's the first Marvel movie I've seen... Since probably Thor Ragnarok, I can't remember exact. Well, I guess the Infinity War Endgame movies are an exception to this because they had their own sort of compendium. But this is the first Marvel movie I've seen in a long time where when it was over, I was like, I need to buy comic books yeah. of this character. Yeah. I, I want to know everything. I want to know more about this character, yeah. I want to know it all. I, I hope they didn't have to change a lot because I love this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I think that this came at the perfect time for me too, because I've just like, I've been as excited, I guess, as I've been about Chinese culture in the last month and a half than I have ever been because like, I just, you know, read a bunch of books about China and watched some movies and like got interested in that like side of things. And so having this, this, you know, Chinese mythological superhero show up was kind of a cool timing thing for me. Like it really just, it fell in line, um, with my my recent interests, and I, I just really enjoyed every part of it. I did. You know, there's no there's no bad acting choices. Um, I don't know most of the actors' names, which is uh, d- new for a Marvel movie and great for a Marvel movie. Yeah, I know Ben Kingsley and Aquafina, and now Simo Liu, but I didn't know him. I didn't know him before then. Um, and I think I think there was low hanging fruit and an easy casting choice with the dude from Crazy Rich Agents. Henry Golding? Henry Golding. The guy you thought was in everything? Yeah, because I've seen every movie he's been in. Right. Whom I love, but they didn't do that. Oh, like, yeah, they could have just, they could have just bought that that cast up entirely. Right. Because the, uh, I mean, they did partially. A lot of the people from the Aquafina's in it and the, uh, and the, um, uh, one of the moms or something. Yeah, the, the, the aunt, um, is, uh, Michelle Yeoh, who is, uh, the the main mom in Crazy Rotations. Yes. But yeah, it would have been easy for them to get uh, Henry Golding and Constance Wu, and you know, and or or well, I guess they can't get Randall Park. <laughs> he's he's Jimmy Wu. Yeah, and they can't get uh, who's the woman that is in everything? She's been in. I think she has like the gauntlet. She has like Marvel, Star Wars. Uh, she's she's in all sorts of stuff. What's her name? She who is, is she in, in the, any of these things? She's she's the other bounty hunter in the Mandalorian oh, oh, that they oh, run into um, on Tatooine. Um, Ming Na Wen. Yeah, yeah, because she, she's already because she's already in Marvel. Yeah, she's. she's She's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which they yeah. could have just been like, that's no longer canon. We got Ming-Na right. Wen for this movie. We got Ming-Na Wen for this movie. And I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to start, uh, they're going to have to start decanonizing um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cameos, right? Because they're going to run out of actors eventually. <laughs> 
I think they could just throw Ming-Na Wen's character in as who she was. Sure. Um, She's a Disney princess. She was Mulan. But yeah, so I did see, um, I did see the, the, the Spider-Man trailer when I'm watching this, and I did see the Eternals trailer when watching this. I'm very hyped Dude. about both of those movies. Uh, Eternals, I think, is going to be, I'm, I'm sure it'll be great because I've, I've been proven either right or wrong by all of my assumptions so far in that they've all been good. But like Eternals seems like it's going to be a big old mess. Like it Dude. looks, it looks great, but I'm like, I'm already sitting here thinking like, this is going to be a lot of names to remember. I don't know, man. Chloe Zhao. You got to remember that's an I, Oscar I do. winning I, no, director. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not making predictions. I'm not saying I'm done saying anything is going to be bad. Right. But <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like, there's a lot of characters in this movie that I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about God. this. This is going to be tough. Whereas this one was like, we've got a main character and his name is the title of the movie. We can do and, this. And his sister who should have been titled in the movie, but oh well. And Aquafina who gets to just join everything they do for no reason. Uh, yeah. Cause she's great. Cause she's there. She's yeah. she's Katie. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I, there must be. I mean, not an Easter egg because it's right there. But there must be something to like the name that she gives the father. I don't know if she just said like my name is Soup Bucket or or what. But she gives him a Chinese name, and he says our names have immense power and meaning. And he goes on this whole rant about how like you know the Mandarin, which is a chicken dish, became a terrorist. I'm curious if the name that she gave him what it means. I think and- it's just more to do with like you're Chinese. You should go by your Chinese name I don't, because but, that's your but, name right but she only goes by that name that one time so I'm curious if like if it's a joke laid in there that like th- what she said means something funny well, or yeah I don't it, know or um, if it's like a cameo like now we know that she's going to end up being some big Marvel character that we don't know so uh, the yeah I, I it could it could entirely be um, Chinese is a very Mandarin especially is a very interesting language because like names are super important and the way you form words together is like um it's 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 you know different characters and usually words are two or three characters but each character has a specific meaning so like the the mandarin uh name for china is shongguo which means literally means center of world wow so like the way that and that that sort of when you think about the way china is portrays itself that sort of tracks right like that is is baked into the way that everybody who speaks mandarin chinese thinks about china right so like I I definitely think that there's a little bit of um of back and forth there about uh, you know the names those names having power and her you know American name not really being anything or not really being her name her true name yeah how did that feel sitting next to someone named Katie uh didn't even think about it <laughs> <laughs> do you do you now call Kate by her Chinese name or <laughs> no <laughs> she does not have a Chinese name we are not Chinese um. That was not something we did in uh, my Mandarin class either, like we did in elementary Spanish. When they're like, where you assign your yeah, assign you assign yourself a, a Spanish name. We did not. I don't think we did that in um, in Mandarin. I know that. So when I was in eighth grade, I had to pick my Spanish name, and I went with Pedro, I think. And then I got moved because I got out of Mr. McKinney's class and into Miss Science Science class. Um, no, not Miss Science. No. Miss Wise. Miss yeah. Miss Wire. Wise? Wire. Wire. Miss Wire. Wire. Yeah. Moved to her science class and I had to do science fair in like a month. It was stupid. Anyway, um, 
so I had to like move to a different Spanish class and there was a different kid in there who like was Spanish and his American name was Peter so he instead of because Pietro would be Italian so he went by Pedro as well I had to like change my name in the middle of the year I don't remember what I went with but I couldn't tell you what my air quote Spanish name was in any of my classes I sincerely hope they have abandoned that policy now um, why is it rude I mean it yeah it feels a little bit wrong um to just like assign these white kids these names without really i don't know if like if you adopt a kid from from south korea and name them michael that's their name Uh, what it's a bad example it is yeah 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 because like i mean listen if i'm if i'm saying something rude i'm unaware of it yeah I'm it, sorry. Well, it's just like it, again it, it's some of these these east asian countries really do have this like true name thing going on so we're like so, they can I mean, call you michael but like that is not your name even if your adoptive parents give it to you i don't know it's it's really it's complicated it's very complicated um, ah, and this I is what I, this is what I know from reading books and taking one semester of Mandarin Chinese. So you don't really know. I don't really know, <laughs> but like I, 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 I am aware of that concept, but not enough to like do a Ted talk on it. Right. I mean, I don't know. It, yeah. And maybe if you adopt a kid from South Korea, they come with a, I, this sounds awful, but like maybe as you're taking that child home, they, there's a birth certificate with like a South Korean name. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how it works. I have never adopted a child from South Korea. I have never looked, nor well, have, I have I. looked into it. But I've looked into it, but I've never gotten further than uh, Googling adopt a child from South Korea. Well, and I don't even think I clicked a link. I think I just wanted to know that you could. Well, I, from what I learned in the footnotes of Kevin Kwan's Crazy Rich Asian series, everybody has, even the people that have their like anglicized names have a Chinese name that they were well, born with. And then they're Korea usually called not China. No, but they are similar. First of all, there were a lot of of. Uh, technically the people in that book weren't Chinese either. They were from Singapore. Isn't that its own country? It is. But like they're descendants of the Chinese. Right. But not the, not the, the, the communist Chinese, the pre-communist Chinese. It's complicated, man. I don't know. I, I, we need to stop talking about this. Let's go back to talk about the movie that was great yeah. and that we do know about because we talk about superhero movies and not Asian cultures that we don't know about. <laughs> we, we are woefully underread. We are on. not even experts on Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am an expert on whether or not I liked the latest Marvel property, and that's about it. I don't even know if you are, because I don't think you've seen What If, which I think has come out already since this. Uh, there's a What If episode about this? No, there's an episode of What If since this. Oh, oh, oh. I, I'm not counting that at all, because I haven't seen any of those episodes. <laughs> I, I watched the first one and a half, and they're they're pretty good. I uh, I don't feel bad about us not reviewing them. They're like they're fantastic, and the animation is beautiful, and the voice acting is fantastic. But they're not they're not what the rest of the MCU shows are. You right? Know? Yeah. I already miss Loki the show. I'll tell you that much. This was better than any of the TV shows. I think this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a completely different medium. Correct. I would rather spend two hours and twelve minutes on this. Um. How much of t how much of of Loki would I get in two hours and twelve minutes? Most of it. I don't think so. No, aren't they like thirty minute episodes? Ah, uh, they're longer than that. I know that. So I, when I was saying that, what you made me think of was the week of life that we had to live after John Walker killed a man. Yeah, that to me is like that's as good as the MCU's gotten. Yeah, I think that is a show that benefits greatly from the week breaks, as did WandaVision. Yes. I think you could watch Loki as one giant piece and be like, yeah, good with this. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Like, I don't think uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will hold up as much on the second watch. 
It's because you're unless watch I John force Walker. myself to take the well, a, because I know everything already. Like the and that's the case with any of them because they're all very like twisty. But um, and I think that that takes more away from a TV show than it does away from a movie generally. But yeah, they're they're, uh, they're definitely going to watch like, John Walker kill a guy and then see uh, next episode in nine seconds. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have to wait a week to find the fallout. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but that, that being said, about about uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I have seen no credible negative reviews, right? Like I haven't seen any complaints about this movie, especially not from uh, people of any color and especially not from uh, people uh, from Asia or of Asian descent who and nobody's upset about this movie, right? Like, and that's, that's the, the take on it, right? Is they, they did a movie good. They did a movie well um, and made a movie that made a lot of people happy and made very few people unhappy. I was really well, scared. Well, probably made a lot of people gonna... unhappy, but those people are was... stupid. <laughs> really scared that the only line that would help this movie pass the Bechdel test, which it, it passes with flying colors as far as I could tell. Plenty of named female characters and I think plenty of conversations between them. But the first line between two female characters, if I recall correctly, was uh, the sister saying to Aquafina, nice pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like your pants. Yeah. No, because <laughs> like, uh, they might have that, happen before that. I they don't have know. that whole scene but, in, in Aquafina's house, in Katie's house, oh, with her right. whole family. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, her grandmother is like so when are you two gonna get married and but again like yeah the female representation was great but this was a movie about asian representation uh it can be both turns out it it, it can be both and it was both but it can be and it was both um it's not a white people representation movie correct you've said that multiple like who's saying that nobody i'm just saying that that's awesome yeah 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 no it definitely passes the um the the the, whatever the white people version of the bechdel test is i don't think there are no there there is one there's a different there's a what'd you say i don't think there are two named white people yeah that that passes oh oh, i see (laughs) there's a there's a um you know there's a different test i can't remember what it's called that it measures whether or not um two people of color speak about the same thing the bechdel test does but for for people of color ah and uh yeah i don't think there are two named white characters there's not even a martin freeman character in this no i will say that i thought the father did kind of look like martin freeman uh i thought that multiple not. times no you didn't think so no you need the haircut no i actually think martin they did a fantastic freeman-esque. job of of casting three people that looked like they could be a family i yeah i thought i loved the redemption arc i loved that he was uh like like you could totally see where he was coming from that he was totally motivated by yeah. grief that really made sense to me yeah he he gave up his his warmonger ways when he met the Queen of the Dragon. Okay, I want to talk about the Queen of the Dragon thing for a minute. Okay, Marvel needs to stop trying to use the 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 oh that can't be real defense from any character. Right? Imagine this: you are Su Shang Chi, right? And you, from a young age, have you know your dad is a thousand year old Mongolian warlord. With magic power rings, right? Okay? And you grow up with this, and and your mom dies, and your dad teaches you to be the world's greatest child assassin. And you go and murder the guy that was responsible for your mom dying. And then you run away to America. And when you're like 25 or whatever, uh, a literal alien comes to Earth with his magic power stones and blinks away half of existence until they are, are, are... reunited by like a super soldier and a god and the hulk but your mom when 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 they're like your mom is from the ancient hidden village of talo and you're like well that's a fairy tale that can't possibly be real there's no way talo's real i'm sorry i'm sorry that's the most believable thing that's ever happened to you (laughs) is your mom's from a place that we can't find in the woods (laughs) but you could find it if you had a 
a really, really nice BMW. They could find if you had a BMW X3 that said Razor Fist on the side of it. Well, his arm is is a razor. Yeah, I know, but like Razor Fist. Oh, is a, he's a named he's white. He's a character. named white character. Yeah, you're right. But he's also a disabled character. Maybe I don't know if the actor is. He is also a villain arm. turned not yes. villain. He's a villain that gives it up immediately. Too. I loved Razor Fist. Did you? His really? character I, arc. His character arc was great. It's great because when he's faced with the with the overwhelming right. This is a perfect example of like letting new information change your mind, right? He's like, we're here yeah. to fight with the dad. And then they're like, the dad's wrong. That's a big dragon thing. And he's like, that's a big dragon thing. I'll fight with you. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. I loved the dragon scenes too. I felt like I read a lot of reviews from listeners that were like, mm, I don't know about the special effects in this one. Yeah, were people, we watching people said the that. same movie? I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, maybe our theater is just crappy, so it looked great to me. I don't no, know. No, I went to the good theater in Christiansburg. Oh, look at you. Yeah, the it's fancy bags. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and my Regal Unlimited subscription went to the other <laughs> Regal theater. <laughs> I snuck snacks in. Uh, I stole. Uh, so we had to wait for John. I, I saw this movie with the Super Carlin brothers. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Oh, I know, Mr. I Mr. Famous Bags. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, did you know Tyler's brothers have a YouTube channel? I tell you, there's a reason they call it popcorn culture. I know that much because we went in and I don't know if you know about my brother's popcorn habits, but Ben and I got there first. Yeah. He's he's the host of popcorn culture. Yeah. And yeah. And he got uh, a large popcorn, which already is like insane. That's In- is that way the, too that much popcorn. Yeah, that's way too much popcorn. And then while we're waiting for Jay, we eat like a third of it. So we have to get it refilled. But rather than refilling it, they give us a separate medium. Yeah, popcorn. they can't give you a full uh, they can't refill the popcorn during during COVID-19 during COVID times. Yeah. So Jonathan likes the popcorn sans butter. This is already culture around popcorn. Yeah. I did not know this about your elder brother. Yeah. So Benjam and I are splitting a medium popcorn slathered in butter, but Jonathan's sitting between us. And Jonathan literally, two thirds of the popcorn bucket to empty, eats the whole thing. Yeah. Y- so you want to y- talk about like, put away some popcorn. Yeah. You want to talk about popcorn culture? That's it. I would need new teeth. Would like, you? Yeah. Because I would have I would have about 800 kernels stuck between each tooth. No, what you do, Ethan, this is like your one true talent is that you can hide cherry coke in your cheeks and still talk i never drink cherry coke well to be cherry fair Coke's they nasty. pepsi at regal now yeah so you don't have to worry was, about it that was bad. when i went to a regal at the beginning the end of what they, once you could semi-safely theoretically go again um if you live in roanoke virginia and nowhere else yeah um well by the way this is a spoiler full episode oh yeah if sorry you if you, did the they movie. do this one on disney plus no no okay mm, boner move there disney yeah 90 million dollars though so <laughs> yeah i mean they made 150 million dollars but like oh yeah a little yikes little yikes little yikes things are getting worse yeah. again before they're getting better yeah. um well this disney episode of this episode Florida. of bacon and eggs is brought to you by not ivermectin please do not, not take horsey worm paste you absolute maniacs yeah anyway you um, were saying about uh yeah yeah so i went to theater. see in the heights the first movie i saw uh, in a theater um and and Regal had switched to to Pepsi. freaking Pepsi. This is the same Regal that used to play like the Coca Cola short film. Yeah, for like years for they were decades. like Coca Cola sponsored. Yeah, first of all, Coca Cola sponsors commercial. movie theaters. End of story. Yeah. Yes, like you get you get a Coca Cola at the movies and not a Pepsi. You get a cherry Coke at the movies. I don't get a cherry Coke ever. 
I don't know what you part just, of this you're missing. I don't drink vanilla Coke. I don't drink orange vanilla Coke. I don't drink cherry Coke. I agree. Coca-Cola diesel. That's it. I don't drink I don't Diet Coke. I don't drink Coke Zero Sugar. I didn't drink Coke Zero when it was extant. It's still out. No, it's not. It's been replaced by Coke Zero Sugar. Where have you been? I don't know. I know they just put out Dr. Pepper Zero. Yeah, well, the, apparently Coke Zero wasn't as freaking Zero as they were saying it was, so they had to rebrand it because the Zero, wait for it, was a lie. You know, I I think... Uh, they were just we like, this doesn't have calories. Granted. And they were like, yeah, it does. And they're like, mm, not nah, done. It's fine. It's fine. It's, all it's fine. fine. It's fine. Oh, wait, I don't understand. If you made I a didn't Coke Cola life. Coke Cola life. Jesus Christ. Coca Cola with Splenda, Diet Coke yeah. Splenda. I didn't drink Diet Coke with Splenda. I didn't drink Coca Cola with yeah whatever stevia or whatever. Do you ever drink Diet Coke? No, I said I didn't drink Diet Coke. Oh, sorry. I I drink Coca Cola. That's cans. the only product I'm interested from the Coca Cola bottling company. That's not true. They probably make something else I like. Sprite you used to drink. Is fine. Used I guess. A, used to be a Powerade guy back in high school. Uh yeah. Yeah. You're a blue Powerade guy through and through. I blue was. Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Yeah. Gross. That was a Ricky Bobby thing. Ricky Bobby, like from the movie? Yeah. We used to go Brand to school. Brand loyalty. The, what was the guy's name? Billy Billy Martin? I don't know. What was Billy's last name? I, I don't remember. He had like a real NASCAR I don't name. remember though. No? No. You think you'd recognize that well, kid we're if not you gonna, saw him Hey, today? hey, we're not going to do this again for a second week in a row where we just dox everybody we went to high school with. <laughs> not going to happen, okay? And he lived at, where, where did he live? 132... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, if you went to high school with us, we will post your address on the No, we won't do that. We're not going to do that. No. Um, now, I will say this vis a vis the Pepsi Cola Corporation and their role at the movie theaters. When my father passed away, I do believe that he left some soul shard of a Horcrux stuck inside of me because I have changed. Since those days, I've started saying random words differently. I'll get catch his accent peeking out sometimes. And I've started to like Pepsi. My dad was Here's a Pepsi the- guy through and through from the beginning because they didn't have Coke where he lived back then. It just didn't exist. In Coke was a southern Queens? thing. Yeah. I. So my dad was a Pepsi you know, guy, and I, I like, I've started to enjoy the odd Pepsi. The odd Pepsi's fine. You're at a, you're at a restaurant. They say it's Pepsi, okay. Every so often, no, no, you no, know no, what? No, yes, no, no, it no, is. No, 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 no. Like I've gone. Well, first of all, if I'm getting a dark soda at the restaurant and they say you know we don't have Coke, it's Pepsi, okay. Like I'm already committed to drinking the Pepsi. Yeah, you know? like I'm, I'm, like, I'm getting 200 of my calories today I, from I'm this. I'm getting cup. 200 <laughs> of my calories today from this Pepsi. Thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> But I've I will occasionally go buy a Pepsi on purpose. You mean like a seven eleven? Yeah. That's insane. Because I brought a Pepsi into the movie theater to watch this movie. Did you really? Like, like an on ex- purpose? Just an external Pepsi. Let me let me ask you this because this is what really dark soda drinking is all about. Actually, I don't want to ask you this because we've had this conversation before and you're not going to agree with me. So I don't want to know. No, go for but it. Did you go? I mean, I know if you're buying at a 7-Eleven, you're going for like a 20 ounce bottle, right? Plastic bottle. Yeah. But if you're stocking in your fridge, if you're going to the grocery store to buy dark soda, you buying a 12 pack of cans or are you buying a six pack of, of plastic bottles? Oh, I'm never buying a six pack of plastic bottles. Right? Never. What kind of sociopath Never. would do... Also, you're stocking them in your fridge, right? Come on. My fridge man. ain't that big, man. My fridge isn't that big. What are you putting in there? Food? It's really not that big. Get a bigger fridge. I... I it's not up to me. <laughs> Trust me, uh, your, your buy a house argument has never been sinking in more than the white... When, right now when I don't have hot water. You don't have hot Our water? Our hot water heater's broken. 
You know you're not staying at your own house right now, right? Yeah, no, I know. It's been broken since they, Thursday. Chris we, doesn't have AC, if I recall shit. correctly. He, he absolutely has AC. <laughs> I can't, fi- for the life of me, figure out how to work his damn nest thing, but <laughs> I'll turn it down and, and I'll be like, uh, I would like it at 68. And it's like, in two hours, it'll be 68. And I'm like, no, I want it to be 68 now. Now? I want it 68 now. I want it 68 want now. It. Please turn on. What do you, what, what does he have it set to? Like 73? 70. 70? Yeah, yeah, that's what you should leave it at. That's what normal people do. I'm going to bed. You turn it down when you go to bed? Yeah. Huh. Well, so I, my, my, as much as I love my apartment, um, we do have an air circulation problem where. When, Is it the 30 foot ceilings? Yeah, it's the 30 foot ceilings, really. Um, <laughs> where it gets very stagnant and because it gets stagnant, it gets warm. And also, I think our thermostat thinks that temperatures are different than what they are. I don't know that I believed in home thermostats for a long time. Because we'll set it to 66, and I'll be like, this is comfortable, but I should not be comfortable at 66 degrees. That's cold. That's cold. That's, That's cold properly cold. But it's it's very much like when it's on, it blows like hell. And when it's yeah. off, it's, it's stagnant. Well... In my home, this room is over the garage, so I have to deal with that problem. Uh, I don't really care what the temperature is in this room because I don't sleep in here, but Olivia's room on the other side of this wall is not over the garage, it's over the kitchen. For whatever reason, it's extremely cold, probably because I don't think the sun ever hits that hard part of the house. Hits room. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't ever like get hot, especially because we have like blackout curtains in there. So if we set it to 68 for like our bedroom, her room gets like 64. Yeah. And it's like, that's way too cold. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sleep in at 70. One time when I was dog sitting for you back in February of this year, I slept in that bed behind you um, with the window open. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> in February. Weird. Because it was freaking hot in that room. I guess because... Because the heat was going everywhere else in the house. Yeah. But the garage is beneath us. I guess because all the cold is in there and going out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Here. It was just hot, man. It was hot. Um, you remember when we lived back in uh, in, in Rappahannock River Hall at Christian River University and we used to just like turn the heat up to 90 and pull the windows open in January and sit there in our tank tops? No, but that sounds like us. Yeah. I know we, that when we lived we were on campus... We paying for the heat. Right. When we lived on campus, we would regularly say things like, well, it's not our power bill. So. Right. And, and so we would like sleep with the windows open in January and have the heat cranked <laughs> and sit around in shorts and tank tops. Like, I know that earlier like in this insane episode, people. you said sanctum sanctorum, and all I could think about was, well, actually, I said it, but Santoro. then all I could think about was Santoro River Hall at Christopher Newport University. It's just Santoro Hall. Where, where you're Anthony only, R. I guess, Santoro there's no Hall. river. There's no Santoro River. <laughs> Where you're only comfortable if you're on double snowflake. Uh, yeah, yeah, double snowflake, man. That was the weirdest thermostat because it was like it was like house, man, <laughs> leaf, double snowflake. snowflake, double snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we had a double snowflake year round yeah. because it was a yeah. dorm. Right. <laughs> it's a bunch of people in it. Yeah, a bunch uh, of young people making sweat. And if there was a dorm where people making sweat, it was that one. It was that one for sure. Anyway, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I have a story to tell you, Ethan. Okay. Earlier today, I was watching Mickey and the Roadster Racers. What uh, in God's name is that? Mickey and the Roadster Racers is a uh, television show. It's animated where Mickey Mouse and friends... Oh, it's animated. It's got Mickey Mouse in it. No way. <laughs> yeah, you... It's not live action. I thought they got uh, Michael Mouse in there. Uh, live action. <laughs> Mickey and his friends are uh, like race car drivers. And every episode they like, they end up, you know, racing for some reason or another. And Pete shows up as some like weird sort of offensive foreign character. Well, they'll be like, oh, this week it's El Pito. And it's like, that's, you can't just say Who's that, guys. Pete? Who's Pete? Who's Pete? Pete's like the big 
dog, like the bad guy in the Goofy movie. Well, he's not the bad guy in the Goofy movie, but he's like the bad guy in all the Mickey stuff. He's Pete. He's hey Goof. You don't know. Who I don't Pete watch is? Mickey stuff, man. Like, you know who Pete is? No, I don't. Google Mickey Mouse Pete. All Just right. all right. You all know right. who all freaking? I'm googling it, man. Hang on. Mickey Mouse Pete. I've never seen this You've guy in my life. You've never seen Pete? Not on purpose. Maybe I don't know. Is he a dog? He's a dog. He's he's a he's a goofy breed. Uh, Pete is one of my least favorite characters in the Mickey Mouse, like in the whole Disney compendium. Yeah, because a lot of times what Dick. Disney will do is when they do like like in Rebels there's a character who's voiced by the guy who voices Pete and that's always it takes me immediately out of whatever I'm watching and be like ah oh, they they peated this show they peated Pete's this in the, show Pete's in this this is just a Mickey Mouse show damn Pete. it okay you you've heard this guy's voice right I'm I'm looking up originally voiced by Walt Disney 1928 to 1929 wow. oh no I know I'm just looking at that uh, <laughs> when he plays Genghis Khan he's voiced by Jim McGeorge, which is horrifying. Oh, Jim Cummings. Okay, yeah, I know that guy is. He's uh, he's poo. No, but he's got like a very specific voice where they'll do the Pete voice in like a like a. I, I, I can't believe you don't know this. He is poo, right? No. Yeah, yeah, he's poo. Yeah, that's why I know this guy because he's poo. All right, let me get you a song to listen to that Pete sings in. And you'll. Oh, be like, I'm sure oh. it's extremely racist. Looks like Pete was in Song of the South or whatever. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to a You got to know what the guy's voice sounds like. He's the first one that talks in this song. Okay. Okay. Where are you posting it? I posted in the, 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 the chat. YouTube.com. Actually, it has nothing to do with this voice, the story I want to tell you, but you just like, there's no way you don't know this. Okay. It's loading. Oh, it's playing out of the speakers. That guy. He sounds just like Tigger. Kind, yeah, kind of just well, like Tigger. Because he voices Tigger. He sounds exactly like Tigger. Yeah, but it's not Tigger. It's it's No, it's that's Pete. Tigger. There's, I mean, it's a little yeah, less but lispy, but... Tigger has more of a smile to his voice, too. I Pete mean, sure. Like a, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't, but I, yeah, I don't know who this Pete guy is. That, that was anyway, nothing so there's an me. episode of Mickey and the Roadster Racers okay. where they're in London. Okay. It's like a special series where they're like... It's like when Friends goes to London where like the intro changes and they're like, Oh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers in London now. And in the is Finn McMissile in it? Finn McMissile? No, he's not. Uh, because that would be a car. Like, a, like Mickey's not a car. Mickey's Mickey, and he drives okay, a car. Okay, Mickey's friends are dogs, and he has a dog. Don't act like it makes sense. Anyway, don't act like it so makes sense. Pete steals the Queen's diamond. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Mickey, and then it pans to Mickey and Minnie, and Minnie's like, "Ooh, Mickey, I got you this picture of us for a one-year race anniversary," and Mickey's like, "Oh boy, thanks," and then. Minnie gaslights him big time and goes like, what did you get me? And he's like, oh, 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 I didn't get you anything. It's a made up uh, holiday. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, nothing. <laughs> so then he's like, I'll give it to you at the end of the day. But they're in London. And do you remember when we were in London? This is a weird thing about London culture that this show nailed was that Mickey couldn't find an open store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, did he get her, like, get her a bag of fake Doritos from the off-license? <laughs> so Mickey her, is like sitting. Get her some digestive biscuits for the Tesco Metro. <laughs> well, he's sitting in like the parking lot of like a Tesco station. And Pete shows up and like gets cornered by a cop. And so Pete like throws the diamond <laughs> into Mickey's car. And then Mickey drives off and has like a Dear Evan Hansen moment where he's like, oh, what's this in my car? And he pulls this diamond out and Minnie's like, oh, wow, you got oh, me a diamond? You got and Mickey's like, hope diamond? No. <laughs> no, I don't know what this is. I don't know where this came from. I didn't get this for you. And then 
anyway, Kugaloka, who is like the Chuck E. Cheese of freaking canaries in cartoons. Like, if Tweety Bird is the Mickey Mouse of canaries right. in cartoons, Kukuloka is the Chuck E. Cheese version yeah, of that. The, 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 the third most famous cartoon mouse. <laughs> right. So Kukuloka's like, there's no way he got you the diamond. He could never afford that. And I was like, Kukuloka, what the f*** are you talking about? It's Mickey f***ing mouse. <laughs> He can buy whatever he wants. If there was ever a rich mouse in the history of pop culture, it's this one. (laughs) Mickey. Mickey can buy anything. Oh, you think Tom could buy the Hope Diamond? No, but I bet Walt Disney could. (laughs) Tom's the cat. You think Jerry could buy the Hope Diamond? I I bet you that Charles Entertainment Cheese could not buy the Hope Diamond. I guarantee Chuck E. Cheese could. Chuck E. Cheese lives in a van with his boys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They just released an album. They're going on tour. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese went on tour this summer. <laughs> He's voiced by the guy from uh, 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 Bowling for Soup on the songs. Is he really? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. Those guys will do anything. Those guys will do literally anything. But if you go look up like the Chuck E. Cheese record, you'll immediately be like, yeah, this is... I learned this from my but, brother, my brother, and me. But like, yeah, what... Like, Kuka, look, shut up. Also, Minnie, why are you gaslighting Mickey and then being like, no, I don't want to give you the Hope Diamond back. Plus, then they're like, oh, Pete must have stolen this. Let's hunt him down and get it. Like, Mickey, you are a foreign national. You can't just do vigilante justice. You can't justice. do vigilante justice in London. <laughs> just Call let Finn the cops take care of it. You know who the guy is. Yeah. Because let me tell you what happens, Mickey. If you get caught with the Hope Diamond at the end of this, you're going to you're jail. You're going to jail. You're going to rot in a London federal prison. <laughs> so just like, stay out of it, man. Oh, but so these, that was my experience. These animated goofballs can't ever just stay out of it. <laughs> they can't. They've got it. Like, I just, I was so mad. I Usually the show's great and it's got like this nice heartwarming message, but there was gaslighting. There was stealing the Hope oh, Diamond. That's my least favorite argument ever is like, oh, yeah, I got you this thing. What did you get me? It's nothing. That's not the point you of made, the gift. You, hey, hey, you, I appreciate the gift you just gave me. You made up a holiday. Yeah. So just think it's a one-year race anniversary. <laughs> We've been together for 80 years, Minnie. Yeah. We're we're married. <laughs> uh, I didn't say she was extremely silly. I said she was f***ing goofy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh god! Oh. So there was no um. Well, there's a little bit of car racing in. There's no real racing in in Junkie and Legend of the Ten Rings. There's there's fast driving. Correct from Aquafina. I'm just trying to do tie it think, back to the movie. What characters do you want Aquafina's character to meet? Because I'm ready for Aquafina to meet Shuri, and I'm ready oh, for um. No, I, I just need a whole show where her and uh, Michael Payne's character from Ant-Man, Luis. Yes. Uh, yes. And just explain the last 24 movies to us. <laughs> Except, I, you know, the more they go into this phase four stuff, the more I'm like, nah, what? I mean, phase one, like phase one through three, who cares? The Infinity Saga? I don't get time for that. And no, I, I mean, this movie was literally like, a, a, this did the thing that all of these things do, where it's just a retcon of various parts of the series. 
uh, previously. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I just want to go watch the Iron Man movies now. A lot. want to watch the Iron Man movies a lot. Iron Man 3? Are you thinking about Iron Man 3? I'm thinking about all the Iron Man movies, man. It just makes you want to watch Iron Man. Yeah, I do love so Iron I'm thinking Man. About the, thinking about the manner. Thinking about all the good times we had watching Iron Man. About made Robert me want to watch Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1. It made me want to watch Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 1 more than the trailer for the Spider-Man movie that Tobey Maguire's in. Made me want to watch Spider-Man. Dude, like, I don't know about this whole freaking Spider-Verse thing. I'd, like, just get it over with, you know? Just do it. I mean, they're gonna need to buy Sony is the problem. No, they're to not. Truly, to truly cover the Spider-Verse event horizon. They're gonna need to get the rights to the Spider-Verse to, to itself. Inter- to, yeah, to Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Well, they're gonna need I, to... There's gonna have to be, like, a like a deal struck, like a Marvel versus Capcom, except it's Marvel versus Sony, and it's just Spider versus Spider. Here's what I'm not looking forward to, is Spider-Man No Way Home, where we have three Peter Parkers and no Miles Morales, no Penny Parker, no Gwen Stacy, no There could absolutely Silk. be a Gwen Stacy. I think she's already... Is she in it? I don't know. There could absolutely be a Gwen Stacy. This is not going to be Emma Stone. That girl's dead. Yeah, maybe. It's a multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember... You remember when Emma Stone snapped? Yeah, it was bad, man. It was rough. It was rough to watch. Uh, no, but if, if the most we get out of it is Alfred Molina reprising his role as Doc Ock, I would be very happy. I don't think that's going to be the case, though. Well, the I mean, the trailer has four others in it. It has Jamie Foxx, Sandman, and uh, Willem Dafoe all in it. Yeah. So they'll all be there. I mean, yeah, I don't care about Jamie Foxx and, and, and Sandman. I, I'm, I'm, if they want to make a whole TV show, a whole movie series about Willem Dafoe playing the Green Goblin, I will I will personally back that on Indiegogo. Like, they can have, <laughs> they don't need my money, they can have it. Absolutely. <laughs> that was that was one of the greatest villain roles ever. Dude, that guy was, it was born. One of, it was like the first one. Born yeah. to play the Green Goblin. Yeah. He was it's born to play, still, he's born to be an actor, is, dude. But yeah, I, uh. born to play crazy people. Um. But yeah, like I, I'm down for all that. I would, I would love for it to, for all that to happen without Toby and Andrew showing up. I don't think it's gonna be the case, though. I truly don't. Um, no, I think so. Somebody, I saw somebody posted a, and we're not getting into theory territory, but about the suit, somebody about the suit, about that, the suit. It's Toby. compelling evidence. It is compelling yeah. evidence. Like that's Toby's suit, and that's just, and they just deepfake Tom Holland's face onto it for the trailer, right? Yeah, because they've proven. Time and time again, they will just lie in trailers. I don't know that, like, when they did the lies for Ragnarok, I don't think they were lying on purpose. Like, the scene that they faked was a deleted scene, like, was a different direction that they may have gone with yeah. that, you know? But also, like, that's not the only example. Like, there's plenty of stuff that just doesn't quite add up or, like... Oh, but that's not new. That's always been the case. Yeah, I no, remember... that's what I'm saying. It's like, they, they, they've they proven that trailers don't mean literally anything. Yeah. What if Alvin Merlin is not in it at all? They're oh, like, yeah, we, we messed that up. It's just, uh, it's actually Spider-Man Noir with Nicolas Cage for two hours. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. Well, that would be wild because they definitely don't own the rights to that. Well, I mean, Kevin Feige does. Yeah, but I don't think that they're going to give that one up that easily. You don't think Sony would be like, yeah, here's what, $500,000 I don't think they're Nicolas giving, Cage character? I don't think they're giving any single piece of Spider-Verse up before they <laughs> absolutely have to. Yeah. Do you think Chris Pine could play Peter Parker in the MCU? No. You don't I wouldn't think he's want allowed to, to do I wouldn't want him to. You don't think that's allowed, though? Um, He's really old. Well, yeah, but if he did Peter B. Parker instead of Peter... Which one did he play? He was Peter A. Parker. Well, I don't think that was his initials. Whatever. He's yeah, but he's the, he was he's, the first. I know he's the first one. Yeah, he's not. But if he came and did Peter B. Parker, well, why would he do Peter B. Parker instead of Jake Johnson? Why? Fine. Do you think Jake Johnson can come do it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do. I do think he could. You think? But do you think Sony would allow that? No. I, at the moment, no. At the moment, no. I don't think they would. I don't think they'd let Shamik Moore play Miles Morales either. Um. Well, he wouldn't fit the role at all. He's like six five. Sure. They could Benjamin button his face on there. He's he'd be in the suit. He doesn't have to take the the mask off, right? 
<laughs> but like, I don't think they're willing to give up any of those pieces, nor do I think they should. Um, but that being said, I could, yeah, if there's a scene where Jake Johnson like crosses through the void and like, oh, one of these multiverses just happens to be animated. Wild, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that something? I, I, like, I don't think he would come through as animated. No, he would come through as That like, would be crazy if they started doing like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit thing, except <laughs> it's like Who Framed Spider-Man. <laughs> And just like some of the Spider's Man are animated. <laughs> you think Spider Pig will be in it? No, 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 I don't. John Mulaney can play Spider Man. Yeah, he could. Uh, Things can he's, get he's, weird. He's tall and white and skinny. Yep. Um, what was I gonna say? No, yeah, I, I think J.J. Jameson being um, J.K. Simmons is enough to, to justify them having. Uh, th- th- there's too many rumors at this point for the, for Andrew and Toby to not be in it. That would be wild. Well, and all the like all their villains are yeah. right. So like, why not? You know. <laughs> and also like the argument that that he says hello, Peter, to somebody he wouldn't know. To somebody he wouldn't know is Peter Parker. Yeah. 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 Gotta be. But anyway, that movie doesn't come out until Christmas or whenever it comes out. It's not gonna be the next one. Um, is Eternals the next one? Eternals is the next one. Yeah. Dude, that movie looks freaking rad. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's gonna be Shazam, but way better. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think Marvel was like, oh, you guys did Shazam? We can do that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. We're d- done. It's done. Consider it done. <laughs> Consider them We already made it. Hmm. Yeah, we, are, we already made it. We've been sitting on it for years. No, they haven't. We would know that. It does look cool. I don't like recognize any of the actors, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, same. But uh, again, I'm still just worried that it's going to make it hard for me to connect any of those characters because there's so many of them. Yeah, maybe we'll just have to watch it five or six times. Maybe. That's a lot of investment, though. Yeah, it's not free. I've only seen this once. I saw it on Saturday. Um, saw it last night. Yeah. I, you know, I will go to see the mo- to the movies to see a movie these days. I don't know if I'm going to see the same movie over and over again in theaters at this point. It just depends, man. When they put out Marvel Avengers 5, it's going to be tough not to see it like five times. Yeah, but like by the time they get around to that, there won't be COVID-19 anymore. Correct. Well, that's what I'm talking about, though, is like I'll, I'll, I'll kind of risk it in this area to go see the movie in the theaters. I don't think I'd risk it to go see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings five times. Yeah. I am excited for this one to come to Disney, the old, the, the, the old, old Disney the, Plus, the plus Arena. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, I will watch it a bunch then. Maybe? Probably not, honestly. I don't. I haven't rewatched anything. Yeah, it's not that I don't want to rewatch stuff. It's that I don't have time. Yeah, it's not my nature. I watch a lot of Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Clearly. Is one of your children into that, or is that a thing that you just do on your own? No, that is... My daughter loves it. Okay. And she sure can't she quite does. say... Sure. She can't quite say Finn's name, so I keep calling her uh, Finn her goofy brother, and then she goes, Goof doof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that poor child is being saddled with a forever nickname that he doesn't want. <laughs> poor kid. It'd be goof doof forever. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Oh, your children are so precious. They, yeah, they're really freaking sweet. They really are. They're not sick anymore, so that like you can just be near them. And they're That's not so snotty. good. I'm so glad yeah. they're not sick anymore. I was so worried. Yeah. These pictures were heartbreaking. Uh, agreed. God. I can't even imagine. It's t- It's not easy. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Kids. I don't believe it would. Would be. Yeah. You texted me that thing where you're like, hey, they just don't prepare you to have to pick up your kids' prescriptions. Like, that's a bleak feeling. I was like, oh, that is a bleak feeling. But hey, you guys did great. I'm proud of you. Thank you. We your tried kids, very hard. Your kids are healthy now. That means you did great. Yes. And Olivia takes a multivitamin now. Nice. For immunity. Some, some Centrum Silver, one a day men's, you know. Yeah, that's what she takes. Yeah. yeah. Centrum Silver, one a day men's. Before you get in my DMs, is not what she takes. But I'm not going to tell you what she takes because if for whatever reason you think it's bad, oh my God. I don't want to yeah. hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> she takes whatever your kid takes, I swear. I promise. Yeah. Whatever you believe. Hey, it's, you, I'll tell you this with 100% certainty it's not ivermectin. It's not ivermectin. It is. Uh, you can buy it at Target. I'll tell you that much. You can buy anything at Target. Correct. Unless you want ibuprofen every now and then. <laughs> it's not ibuprofen. 
That would be a very bad multivitamin. It'd be a very bad multivitamin. Although I'm yeah. sure there are people that take it as much as they take their multivitamins. I probably take it more than I take my multivitamin. I definitely take it more than I take my multivitamin. Because I don't take a multivitamin. I don't take a multivitamin. I should. There's no reason why I don't. I just don't. Somebody's going to DM me and be like, it's because you'll pee out all the vitamins, Ethan. You don't need it. Yeah, but it can't hurt. It can hurt your pee. <laughs> No, you know what's hurting my pee? The Coca-Cola. <laughs> the Pepsi. That's doing worse things for my... I don't really drink soda at this point. Um, I've mostly given up soda. Doing my best here. Yeah? What What are you doing your best with, Ethan? What do you mean? Just in general. Where are you giving your all? Where Where are you whole-assing? Oh, God, I don't even know right now. Yeah? We're, we're at a very... Um, uh, very medium ass period in my life, honestly. Yeah, I don't know that I'm whole assing anything. Nice. Um, not for bad or for good. Like I don't, I don't f go to bed feeling empty. Like I haven't, like I haven't asked enough. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that there's any particular one thing in my. It was definitely I was I was whole assing the reading challenge, but I've kind of slowed down on that too. Dude, I'll tell you about reading. I've way slowed down on that. I've I'm probably whole assing like listening to uh, podcast back catalogs that I haven't caught up with all year. I'm I, yeah. I'm listening to a lot of music. I got I listened to, a lot to of so music, much music yeah. the other day that I was like, I, I I don't know anything else to listen to. That's music. I I'm out of music that I want to listen to. Is this music? And yeah, I, I like it. Like, oh, the song's over. Yeah, cool. I just do another one. <laughs> I can listen to the same one again if I want to. Oh, you're. I was quoting something that you clearly haven't seen. No, I haven't. No. Oh, there's this. It was. I think it was a. Um, Maybe it was a series of Vi. I don't know. But there's like this guy that doesn't know what music the, the pitch is that there's this guy that doesn't know what music is. No. Oh. <laughs> and it's just a, you know, one-sided conversation of him being like, so is it is it coming out of the blue thing or the green thing? The blue thing. That's incredible. Like pointing to a speaker and like a plant. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is this music? I love music. <laughs> uh but yeah, I have been listening to a lot of music lately. What are, what are you I'm, whole assing, Tyler? Um I've been also uh, real like, quick, listeners. Hustle culture is stupid. Leave me alone. If you if you're going to get my DMs to tell me to ask things more, then no, no, it's just not going to happen. I, I will. I will. We, we I talk will. like people hop in our DMs all the time. I will people ask when not. I'm damn good and ready. Okay. I, I would say I get a very reasonable amount. I of I get DMs. a very reasonable amount of DMs. It's mostly when I say don't hop in my DMs, I mean don't tweet things near me. Yeah, I don't want to see tweets about. Right. This. I don't. I don't want to see you tweet can, about. If listener, if you're one of the the listeners that I follow on, on Instagram or Twitter for whatever reason. Um, congratulations! You've made it through some imaginary criteria that I don't have any. Um, <laughs> that like I oh man, I, we're not famous. I'm, I'll no. go ahead and put that out of the way right now. I could I could pretty much follow everybody that follows me, and it would not overwhelm there, my. There feed. are there are listeners that I follow and listeners that I don't follow, and there's generally no particular reason for any of it. You if you if I follow you on Twitter, you followed me at the correct time for me to at be a like, moment where I was back. like, I'm ready to follow people right, right now. At this moment. <laughs> Or your, your profile picture this feed. profile picture is interesting, or your bio is interesting, or something. And if I don't follow you, I'm sorry. Uh, if you don't don't at me telling me to follow you, please. Um, that's a surefire uh, that's, way. That's a surefire, surefire way no. to get me to never follow you ever. But also, if I do follow you on Twitter, um, don't don't tweet things about hustle culture. It's bugging me right now. It's because of Scott's tweet from the fortune cookie. No, I'd actually been I'd been thinking about it recently a lot. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. Um, going over it with my therapist, actually. Yeah. This like this like idea of this got to do more, got to be more idea. Yeah. And he was like, well, do you feel like you're failing anything? And I'm like, no, I don't feel like I'm failing at anything. I feel like I'm not doing enough things. And he was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Stop <laughs> feeling like, hey, hey, buddy, you don't want to feel like that, man. That's stupid. Yeah. I, I went to the therapist today. Um, I was supposed to go to the therapist today, but I felt sick this morning, so I didn't go. Oh, well, that's smart. Yeah. My therapist and I, what are we working through right now? And like a 
very high level? How can I? I don't. I don't even know. You just go and you have that conversation, and then you leave and you feel better. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, there's like practical application type stuff. I don't know. We're talking about all sorts of stuff. Talking about yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of the same thing. Like, why do you put pressure on yourself to be something that you're not? Yeah, that's that's a lot of it. Is like why? Because um, I was like, I feel I feel stupid that I'm not motivated to do photography, and he's like why do you feel like that? And I'm like, cause I'm a photographer. And he's like, okay, but not doing photography doesn't make you not a photographer. Like you just don't, you do what you want. Like you're allowed to have, I think the, the, the main, the root point of his thing is that you're allowed to have hobbies. Dumbass. Yeah. You're allowed to have hobbies, be hobbies. Yeah, we're allowed to wax and wane with them. Yeah, that too. And we talked about, talked about finding a hobby that, which is why I think that reading has been so, um, great for me this year is because there's no direct way that my brain can make a link to like try to profit off of it oh i've thought about it dude i think you read enough books and you get on enough tiktok well, and, and youtube and that's it's like thing oh is, i should do booktube i, I should thought, do exactly book exactly the thought i had is like i've been reading a bunch of books i bet people be interested in my book reviews if i did like book talk and then i was like no stop that stop just trying the to dang books just and i did like the first i did i wrote 10 reviews of the books that i read um back in like may or whatever or april or june or whatever some month and i was like oh, i'm gonna do a bunch of these and then i did 10 of them and i was like i didn't really find any fulfillment in that but i feel like i'm supposed to do them and then i was like no i need to stop feeling that way i'm allowed to just have this hobby right i'm allowed to just read a damn book <laughs> that's how i get with with uh writing is like i'll be like how dare i sit down and not write the next great american novel right. as though anybody does that <laughs> right i i started i started writing a, a thing a project not too long ago and i was like oh this won't sell and i'm like i haven't sold any any work i haven't sold anything i've never why finished would, a book <laughs> why would i think this is what the- do i know <laughs> Nothing. Right. Plus, what if I send this to an editor and they're like, I think you got something here. Yeah, I, uh, I then I'll write more about it. Clearly it came out of my brain. I want to say it. Right. But uh, yeah, dude, I just unabashedly liked this movie at the end of the day. And sometimes I hate that we have to do these podcasts because I honestly didn't want to talk about this movie. I just wanted to watch it. Right. And like, that's, I, I think I'm not saying I don't want to do the podcast, but like every now and then it's nice to uh, watch a movie that you don't have to talk about on a podcast. You have a hard time finding a Marvel movie we don't have to talk about. No, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I am yeah. with it. I get it. I understand where my place is in the universe. <laughs> it's to <laughs> make this don't. silly podcast where we talk about uh, Mickey's Roadhouse Racers or whatever it's called. Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Mickey and the Roadster Racers. I'm not going to remember that. Well, I usually forget it also. I'll tell you one thing. When I, when I didn't have children, I was like, when I have kids, I'm going to know the lore on all of these shows. The lore's it's not tough. there. It's t- sometimes it's tough. It's tough. Remembering Cuckoo Loca's name, tough. There's, There's some- a Sylvester the Cat in, in there also. Yeah. It's not Sylvester, obviously. Couldn't tell you. I um I dread the day that I have children and I'm going to have to like watch Dora the Explorer with them. You just don't have to. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, she talks so slow. There are so many other shows now. You don't have to watch Dora ever. <laughs> yeah, but my brain thinks that I do because it was like the original freaking didactic education program for children it wasn't even that little einsteins has been around forever never seen a single second of little einsteins well you, you don't have to or baby einsteins i guess is what it's called little einsteins baby it's little einsteins for sure i know the song i know because we used to have like a dubstep mix We're of it going on parties. a ship and our, our trip and our favorite rocket ship it's little einsteins for sure zooming through the sky little, little einsteins you're right that's the only reason i know it's little einsteins because i know the song well maybe there's a baby version for like little babies that like you put on and it's just got like <laughs> vibes. Coco 
melon. Yeah, dude, I've seen so much Coco melon. I try to I try to distill the lore from Coco melon, and it, the further you go, the more there gets. But I have this theory that Mrs. Appleberry or Miss Appleberry and the dad are secretly hooking up. There there is no evidence to support. Oh, I this know that's the case with Bluey. I never seen Bluey, but like it's Australian, so it's got some absolutely manic uh, background. I'm sure. Bandit would literally never cheat on mom. Ever. Yeah, but like there's something shady going on there. Uh, it's with the uncle, but yeah, yeah, not like with the kids and the uncle. That's weird. I gotta imagine. I, I, I gotta watch the show because I cannot imagine what Australian children's TV sounds like. Bluey's amazing because like nobody you cusses watch it just because it's awesome. nobody cusses more than the Australians. Nobody. They do not cuss in Bluey. I'm sure, but like I can't imagine an Australian conversation without those words. <laughs> Bluey's the best. You, yeah, I think you would like Bluey. Like Bluey, you could watch just as an adult and you'd be like, I, I don't think you'd be like, this is my favorite show, but I think you could watch a few episodes and be like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. Like, I, I'm i sure. But yeah, I, I used to, when I worked at summer camp, we had Australian camp counselors there with us. And like at the, the, you know, staff week, they'd be like, okay, and now the most important lesson, we cannot cuss in front of the kids. And all of us were like, yeah, okay. And all the British people were like, yeah, okay. And the Australians are like, you fucking kidding me, Mike. You're telling me that I can't say whatever I want to say in front of these damn children. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. So every, every time I think about Bluey, I just imagine the Australian people that I know. In my mind, it's a lot more like BoJack Horseman than Dora the Explorer, which is not true because it's a children's show. It's not very much like Dora the Explorer at all. Well, it's got to be closer to that than BoJack. Yes, but it is... I mean, it's got much more narrative than Dora oh, the sure, Explorer yeah. does. Yeah. Also, Steve from Blue's Clues works for Barstool or something. Does he? I just saw a Barstool sports video with him. I, I watched... Steve was the original one, right? Yeah. I watched a, uh, as I got into like stand up storytelling, was Steve did a story thing at the Owl, is, it, is that what it's called? Or the Live at the Owl, I think is what it is. I have no Are idea. you familiar with this? No. There's like a club in New York. It's like a slam poetry club, but instead of slam poetry, they do like storytelling. Okay. And he did a story about, uh, after he was Steve, there was like a Playboy model that wanted to go out with him, and it was the most uncomfortable experience of his life because he realized he was more Steve than not Steve. More Steve than not Steve. Yeah, you, you be Steve so long that you you start to become Steve. Right, and then like you know, she he was like, yeah, she sat on the chair. They gave me the chair from the show, and it was the worst experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said she was very nice. You can't right? let like, a Playboy I mean, model sit on the chair. That's just right. wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at some point, you just become the, the character a little bit. Oh, yeah, I think at some point, like, you go to work all day, every day, talking about, like, kids shows and early development and all this stuff, and then you go on a date with somebody that's so invested right. in, like, hypersexual culture. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You just, like, you're you just speak on, you're on completely different, different languages. You speak different languages yeah. entirely, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you definitely find that parody in life sometimes where... Yeah, where you know you might know uh, very different things about a topic that somebody also knows a lot about, right? Yes. Like there are, I I know a lot about music, and there are entire facets of that that I couldn't talk about at all. That I could I could meet somebody who's never heard of any of the bands that I've heard of who could talk a lot about things, the the groups and stuff that they're interested in, and we can't even speak the same language because neither of us have ever heard the same songs, right. except for like "Come Together" by the Beatles. Come together right now. All right, I'm trying to open Discord to do the the reviews, but it's not opening on my my laptop here to do the score, which is not great because it is it is rap time. Is it? Yeah. Well, let's let's grab a. Uh, you do the scores. I'm, I'm I can't. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm I trying here. Yeah, did you? <laughs> Playground. Did you know Discord Group DM can have ten members? That sounds like hell. 
<laughs> I like Discord. I if you listen to this show and you're in our Discord server, I like I actively miss Discord. Yeah, like, I, feel I wish like I did it more. I, it's not what it. Like, I feel bad saying it's not what it once was because it is a fantastic server. And if you're like, man, I'm looking for a new server to join. You should join our server. It's amazing. Uh, but I just like, I don't get to get on it as much as I used to. And I I miss it. No. Yeah. We good. used to spend a detrimental amount of time on Discord. Um, yes, we did. Was this better than He's All That? Yeah. Addison Ray was in this. Okay. She's not a very good actor. <laughs> so just to recap, this I give is, this 100%. This is 100% in a completely different way. And I knew this is what, <laughs> once we started actually using the 100%, I knew this is what we were going to get into, is that there are better and worse 100%. <laughs> I mean, you know, some infinities are greater than others. Some infinities are greater than others, right? But, like, that defeats the purpose of the 100-point scale entirely. No, I don't think it does. I don't think it does, because you can get 100% on a a quiz grade and then 100% on a test grade. I hear what you're saying, but also, like, we're just going to start running into the same problems we ran into when we did the lists subjectively. But that's why there's you know, listeners in Metacritic sure. to, to balance and, and, us And we out. both gave this 100%, so it's definitely going to score higher than... It's definitely going to score... I, the 71 on Metacritic, which only gets 5% of the vote, is like the... Well, and I know the listeners. There were some listeners that were like 65, and I was like, I literally don't think we saw the same I don't movie. think they're... I think they're going to be outweighed for sure. Do you think? Although I don't know. The, the Discord score and the Facebook score are always um, disparate. The people that are in Discord, I don't know what it is, but the people that are in Discord... Um, generally seem to like things more than the people on Facebook. It's almost like they are dedicated movie lovers. I mean, that's true. <sighs> what I don't <sighs> what I don't like, and I, I'm just, I don't want to complain about the listeners in any way, right? Okay, I would never do that. But can you please, for the love of whatever God you may or may not believe in, just start your comment with the score? Me? No, the, the, the people writing oh. these comments. Oh, 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 oh. Like, if there's one complaint I can make across the board about the listeners that, that review the movies for us, is can you please, for the love of all things holy, start your comment with the, with the score, with the third, with the eight, with the out of a hundred number? Also, if you want to register a score, you can join our Facebook group for free. Yeah, the Facebook group is super, super free. It's called Bacon and Eggs Fans. I wouldn't even know how to put it behind a paywall. I don't think it's legal. I don't think Mark cares. You do have to answer membership questions. It's the only reason I do that. I'm not going to like deny you if you're like, oh, my, I heard about you all from the moon. Although I do kind of want to talk to you if you heard us about us from the moon. The only reason we ask those questions is because like there are spam accounts that I don't want. So I just want to make sure you're not a spam account. That's really all I'm going for. Okay, I have a listener score. Okay. It is an 89.4. That that rounds down to an 89. Yep. Dang it. That gives this a bacon and egg score of a 95, rounded up from a 94.7. That's high. Which That's high. Makes it number 3 overall. Dang. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Very good movie. If you haven't seen it, um go see it. Go spend if you're if you feel safe to do so, please go spend your $11 on this movie. So at the top of the board, we have It's a Wonderful Life, In the Heights, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Tombstone, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and Jojo Rabbit. Man, if you... Edging out Groundhog Day. If you look at our top five, you think we're trying to say something, and we're just not. 
Uh, listen, three of these movies are ultra diverse, but two of them are extremely white. Yeah, I mean, sure, sure, sure. But like that looks like we are trying to say something and we're, we're just we're just not right. Like it, that is not what these conversations are about. We are not qualified um, people to talk about race really in any capacity um, as we are two white dudes who like movies. And um, if you should learn if you learn anything from the bacon and eggs big board, it's that uh, good movies can have people of color in them, which is a lesson that lots of Americans and lots of people all over the world are still trying to learn every year. Movies don't yes. have to be entirely in English to be good. Movies don't have to be full of white people to be good. Um, we could work on movies. I tell you, they're just glancing at the board. We could work on movies can star more women. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair critique that's of fair. the Bacon and Eggs rating yeah. system. The first film with a female lead on this is not until 17, which is Black Widow. And then looking down, the next female lead is Easy A at 26, followed by Cinderella at 27, Wonder Woman at 29, Princess Diaries at 30. I probably need to append my Black Widow score, honestly. I think I may have been a little harsh on it due to my uh, hatred for the villain and everything he did in the movie. Because I too truly think about the movie all the time and I love that movie. Um, but it's locked in. It is where it is. Just to uh, come back around on that, those are all of our films with female leads. So it sounds like we could stand to pick more movies that have women in them. Well, that's uh, yeah, that just women starring them, women in the title leads. role. Yeah, uh, unless you count the High School Musical movies, which I wouldn't. Those are about Troy. Yeah, they are. And also, there's plenty of your, your complaints about the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies have been noted for sure. We agree with you. Well, there should be more women. Yeah, we have entire we have an entire podcast about why there should be more women <laughs> in on the on the Bacon and Eggs Network. Um, but and that is that is six of our movies on the list so far. Yeah, there are forty four with an honorable mention, making forty five total. God, we're almost at the end of the year. I know. Wild. Wild, isn't it? No, another year gone. We're, if we're only at 44, we're missing something. No, I don't think so. Can't be. <laughs> we, we gotta be, because there's 52 <laughs> weeks in a year, and we are uh, now four episodes away from 52. Well, we have 45 movies, because Inside is on there, yeah. and then, I don't know if maybe you didn't add one or two when I wasn't here. It's entirely I possible. I think you did. Well, like, uh, Princess Diaries is on here, which I definitely didn't watch. Um... It's the only one I can see for sure. Isle of Dogs, I didn't, I wasn't on that episode, and Tombstone, I wasn't on that episode. So I don't know. Is 1917 on there? It is. I wasn't on that. You episode. weren't on that episode. Uh, I don't know. It's entirely. It's hate. It's entirely possible. I have at no point claimed to be perfect, especially when I'm soloing the show. Yeah. I believe we also just had a conversation about not whole-assing stuff, so... That's true. I would like to ass bacon and eggs more, though. Like, generally, I could I could spend more ass on bacon and eggs, mm. I think. Um, that's something I've noticed about myself over this year, because I've been reading a lot of books. Well, you could wear more bacon and eggs t-shirts. Yeah, I don't know where any of them are, except for the Crispy and Clyde one, honestly. You could wear that one. <sighs> I could. Sleepy. I could. Anyway, um... This has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs where we sort of talked about a Marvel movie for a little bit of the episode and then talked about a bunch of stuff and then talked about a bunch more stuff. And it's been fun. And I love Marvel movies and I'm excited for the rest of them to come out, um, especially now that I've been forced at, at movie theater point to watch the trailers that I didn't want to watch. Mm, too bad for you. Yeah, I should have gotten so there sad. later. Yep. Could have bought some popcorn. I'm not going to do that. Huh? Popcorn deeply overrated as a snack. Well, I disagree. I'm I'm a sucker for a salty snack. I Yeah, well, I'd rather have any other salty snack than popcorn, honestly. Brutal. Maybe not like... That's entirely dependent on the availability of drinks, right? This is the problem. Because, like, I don't want... Um, 
like pretzels if I don't have anything to drink. Correct. Especially not like like hard pretzels. So like if I'm in a, a situation where my drink is going to run out, I don't want pretzels. Yeah. All right, let's wrap up. Well, I was trying to, and you started talking about popcorn. I know. I was thinking about popcorn. But let's wrap. Okay. Uh, this has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs. A Bacon and Eggs production of WB&E Podcast Network. For more shows like this one, the one you're listening to, and more shows like all the other shows we have on the network. Like, like the Sincerely party, Us. I like don't feel like we've talked about Sincerely Us in a while. Yeah. Like any of them, like Sincerely Us, there's a preview here for Sincerely Us in just a second. But you can go to WB&E.org or anywhere that you get podcasts to find one of those great shows that you should listen to because they're fantastic. And this is a preview for Sincerely Us right now. Dear listener, today's going to be a good day and here's why. Because today we have found your new favorite podcast. Do you like all things musical theater? Or do you just like Hamilton? Then Sincerely Us is perfect for you. We take deep dives into modern musicals and teach you all that you need to know. From props and sets. To playwrights and composers. We will get you caught up on all things Broadway. We are Becca and Eni, two best friends. Here to teach you all about the shows that we love. Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. Join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and on WBNE.org. And Tyler's flexing on dem haters. I am flexing for some on reason. dem haters. I've been I've been focusing on my physical fitness lately. Nice. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You sent me that text the other day that I didn't respond to because I'm a garbage friend. That was like, you know, my TikTok's really different since I've been ba- big into fitness again. And I was like, there's a lot of assumptions in this text. Because you've never told me you were getting back into fitness other than like, you're, you're like, why can't I run yeah. soliloquy? I, uh, and so I just got this this text out of the blue that was like, yo, my, my TikTok be built different since I'm back into fitness big time. I, no, I think then I, fully, I didn't even thinking. open that TikTok because I forgot. I fully <laughs> just expected it to be like a muscle milk. Uh, no, you should open it. It's funny. Okay, I will. I will do that. I will do that. Yeah, as soon be as the I, hash browns. Just as soon, Ethan, as soon as I get a chance. Actually, that, that would be a great hash browns. Is is Ethan responding to all the text messages that he's missed over the last year? <laughs> I've currently got 17700 text messages. I know. Fun fact. I know. I text you often and you don't reply and then I get sad. I reply in the group chats usually. Yeah. I'll tell you why I don't um, reply to you. It's because you're pinned and I don't see them <laughs> up there. <laughs> the pinning is the worst thing, honestly. You are not pinned for me. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate you. Two of the group chats you're in are, but you uh, by yourself. One of the group chats you're in is is pinned. Ooh. Anyway... This has been an episode of Bacon and Eggs. Our graphics by Vaishan Brandon at Vaishan Designs on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere you can find at Vaishan Designs. And our movie, not movie, our movie is by Marvel. Our music is by Andrew Scott Bell, andrewscottbellmusic.com. Um, he is a fantastic film composer. I was listening to some of his stuff earlier today because he shamelessly promoted himself on Twitter. And I was like, I haven't listened to Andy's music in a while. And it's very good. So you should go listen to Andy's music and get him to compose something for you. If he's taking commissions, I have no idea. He might be busy. I don't know. Anyway, this is Bacon and Eggs, a WB&E production. Um, I'm Ethan and Chili Star Carlin. Until next time, Arrivederci. And the legend of the Tetan Rings.